Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. This is me at my most bitter old man. This is me at my most curmudgeonly. But uh, can we just pump the damn brakes on the, 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 the oversaturation of the next holiday way too many months before it actually comes? So... I was over the weekend, finally, finally. I mean, we're just, we're finally hitting October this week. I finally allowed myself to be like, all right, it's, it's time to start feeling like the Halloween holiday season, the Thanksgiving holiday season. And looking around, it's beautiful. It's perfect time of year for it. The, the leaves have all changed color and they're falling and it is absolutely autumn. Uh, but on the same day, the very same day that I allowed myself to finally slip into something a little bit more Halloweeny and go check out costumes and, and take a look at decorations and just feel the feeling, have my first pumpkin spiced whatever. I also noticed in another store just the absolutely most humongous Christmas display for being in September. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I realize we got to sell some stuff, we got to make some money, but... I just think that we have to cherish, we have to cherish what makes a holiday so special, and that's looking forward to it, that's anticipating it, and not celebrating it two months in advance so that when the actual day comes, you don't care about it anymore. There's nothing worse than on Boxing Day being like, oh, I'm so sick of this tree, it's been in my life for 17 weeks now. No, just just cool it, pump the brakes. We're just about to hit October, settle into Thanksgiving, settle into Halloween, and then... We can think about Christmas. To be fair, you can celebrate whatever holiday you want on whatever day of the year you want. Truly doesn't matter. But I mean, as a collective society, let's have a little restraint, shall we? There's been a lot of talk lately about uh, big uh, drops, big re-releases, not necessarily new albums. There have been some, but a lot of old albums come back out again in October, and we're about to hit that season. But also, uh, Teenage Cancer Trust, they just announced uh, uh, this live stream. There's going to be a series uh, with with never-before-seen clips of uh, bands like The Who, The Cure, Paul McCartney, and a whole lot more. Uh, these were This was like shelved, basically, due to the pandemic affecting things. It's now going to be airing for free up on YouTube with all kinds of other musicians as well and encouraging people to donate, of course, to Teenage Cancer Trust. More details on when this is going to launch, but basically look for it starting early October. I think Thursday, October 8th is the very first one. Also, Farm Aid 2020 on the road is going to be a live stream featuring Willie Nelson, Neil Young, John Mellencamp, Dave Matthews, and a whole lot more. Uh, and once again, a bit of a fundraiser. This one, a 35th anniversary of the fundraising event. Stay tuned for that coming up a little bit later on in the year. Of course, things affected uh, by uh, by so much. Uh, no, sorry, the live stream uh, for this has already uh, begun. I got my dates wrong on this one. September 26th is when it started, and you can catch the live show still while they are still pushing for these fundraising donations. 
You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. We've got the totals from the penalty box challenge. We put it head to head. Myself as the uh, host of 100.5 Cruise FM and Mike Booth, host of Mix 103.7 just down the hall. We had daily challenges last week, Monday through Friday. The loser of that challenge would have to go physically into the penalty box upstairs here, like just basically right on the concourse at uh, the Stony Creek Village until the daily goal was raised. So 500 day one was done. 500 day two was done. $1,000 day three was done. $1,000 day four. We're at $3,000 so far. Then on Friday morning, they dropped the bombshell that the daily goal for Friday was $4,000. I think they were trying to make sure that we were spending the night out in the penalty box, but didn't happen because we were able to do it. We were able to do it. So uh, the total that we've gotten here, $7,469. The total of the goals equals $7,000. So we went above and beyond. That is fantastic news. All of that going directly to Kids Sport with Buffalo, staying here in the community to make sure the kids can play. That is the whole goal. Knocking down those barriers, making it so that a kid a kid wants to play a league of sports, a season of sports, they have the ability to with help from Kids Sport with Buffalo. Big thanks to them for uh, for being in our orbit and making good things happen in our community. We can only do what we can to help you guys out in return. Tuesday. This is a bit strange. This is news you were not expecting to hear today. We, we found out yesterday when uh, Philly Cream Cheese posted about the new angel i mean you uh, if you grew up in canada at all if you were around canadian television in the mid 90s even into the 2000s you know of the philly cream cheese angel it hasn't really been a thing for a little while but used to be everywhere every single commercial break and you know the music you can hear it in your head that all it's trying to be angelic you know uh, so when they revealed it yesterday, uh, exactly who was going to be taking the wings, as it were, uh, taking the mantle, um, kind of surprising to see a Fort McMurray face there. Hmm. Hi. <laughs> Big fan. You're a new Philly Angel. Yeah, yeah that's me. Pull up a cloud. <sighs> yeah, um, congratulations to Umberly Gonzalez, who you might have seen on a stage performing here in Fort McMurray not too long ago, or you might have seen on TV far more recently than, la- than that. Um, been pretty successful. Now another accolade to add to the list, and uh, making me extremely, extremely hungry this morning, alright? I expect to be shipped a-, a bagel or two, I'm just saying. Huge congratulations. What a strange accolade, but still kind of totally awesome. I, uh, I watched the Fort McMurray train station burn down uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, um, I, I think technically it was the Waterways train station. It used to be between, uh, well, the Clearwater and the aptly named Railway Avenue. Ever wonder why it's called that? There's a reason. Uh, the newish Saline Creek Drive kind of runs beside exactly where the tracks used to be. Uh, it was already ancient and unusable by the time I was growing up, though, uh, in the neighborhood. Like, the tracks used to be clear as day, but, but that was about it. Not in use, couldn't get into the train station whatsoever. It was just kind of a fixture of the neighborhood. Uh, the Radium Line barges, like the Radium Scout that you see at Heritage Village, uh, they uh, would tote you uranium and other materials from mines all the way to waterways to be switched over from the the train uh, onto the train shipped pretty much anywhere in North America. In fact, for a long time there, Fort McMurray used to actually be the furthest north you could even go by train on the entire continent. The terminus as it's called if you're in the lingo. Uh, but you know, then roads got better, different routes established, the train station taken out of use, trains came no more. And the barges all stopped as well. So, I mean, they actually, when I was a kid, they had the fenced-off area beside the Clearwater River and waterways because it was irradiated from the uranium barges shipping over onto the trains. Uh, it was like that for, like, a good decade, I think. 
But then someone messed around. Uh, and one day in 1995, I think it was, um, my family looked out the window of our house and we saw that the train station was up in flames. Uh, thankfully, you know, no other major damage occurred because of it. But uh, the people of Waterways showed up like vultures, my family included, to grab uh, the charred railway ties, to, uh, to grab the railway spikes uh, that held them together. Uh, there was all kind of uh, remediation going on. It was all being dug up and people just flocked over and grabbed themselves some memorabilia, some, uh, some, t- some trophies, you know what I mean? Um, and actually, uh, my mom used uh, some of those railway ties to make like a stepped garden of, of uh, retaining walls. The ties were the retaining walls. Um, kind of like a remix of the history of the area, right? Then the next people that bought the house just dug it all up and it's gone forever now. And they say you can never go home again. And that's true. But um, maybe, maybe we'll be back on the train grid again. I mean, after this tweet from President Trump and news that we might get this connection from Fort McMurray to Alaska, maybe we'll have a train station again. Maybe it'll just be used for industrial purposes. I don't know. The story is not done yet. What do you think is going to happen? Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Mariah Carey did, in fact, record a grunge alternative album under the name Chick, uh, as she revealed in her memoirs and in a conversation this week with Stephen Colbert, who was surprised that she made this album in 1995 and told no one about it. No, I didn't. And then I worked with my friend, Clarissa, who came in and, and, and did vocals on top of what I had laid out because the label was like, you can't do this. <laughs> like, what are you talking? Like, you know, it was a big deal. <laughs> and uh, Big Deal album, I'm sure, is just skyrocketing up the charts again now with this new information. People are rediscovering it. Speaking of rediscovering old music, though, eBay is launching their third annual Vinyl Week, uh, and they promise, as usual, some extremely rare releases and limited edition items that are going to be available uh, by auction, of course. So get to bidding up until October 4th is when the third annual edition uh, is online. ACDC, they're being cryptic, teasing perhaps that they might be back in action again. They teased uh, with an Instagram post that uh, seems to have a major announcement on the way. Just no exact word on what that is. Neon lightning bolt in the shape of the ACDC famous logo, slowly flickering, slowly turning, you know, maybe on, maybe, maybe it's just being fired up for the night, you know, and, uh, and just warming up, but here to stay, here to stay. Uh, could be that they've got new music, could be a new music video, could be all kinds of stuff. Stick around. We'll find out more as we go. But that is it for music news for this morning. Wednesday. I didn't really watch. I did see some of the clips and everything, and I just saw mostly people's frustration as they watched, which was enough for me. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, if you did, hats off, the brave braveness. Um, but I did manage to just collect uh, a clip that pretty much sums up everything that was said and heard in the presidential debate between Donald Trump and uh, President er, and uh, Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden last night. Here, here's a taste of that. You're it. You're it. You're it. Quincy's. Any Quincy's. You're it. Quincy's. No, any Quincy's. No starts. You can't do that. Can't do. Cannot. Stamp it. Can't do. Double stamp it. No erases. Cannot. Triple stamp it. No erases. Toast. Blue make it through. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lloyd, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lloyd, Lloyd. You guys. Enough. Sorry, my apologies. That was actually a clip from the hilarious 1994 Ferelli Brothers comedy Dumb and Dumber, but point made. Fans think that they've cracked the secret of ACDC's cryptic ramp-up of activity on social media. Turns out the campaign has hit the physical world, too, with a pop-up poster appearing in front of Angus Young's old high school in Australia, reading, Are you ready, Sydney? Power up, with the vowels missing from the word power. Um, All signs point to that being the title of a brand new album, though 
not officially announced yet. The Bonnaroo Festival, though, has officially announced the highly expected decision to cancel the festival for 2020, as well as push the 2021 dates from June into September, which is what they originally did this year and were never able to actually open the doors. Uh, tickets will still be honored, but refunds are being issued as well. And there's word of online virtual performances or at least archival footage coming out this year in the interim and sad news to cap off music news helen reddy uh the singer of i am woman uh earner of a grammy as well as a person with a star on the hollywood walk of fame um an activist as well unfortunately dead at the age of 78 she was also from australia Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. What did your parents tell you when you said that you were bored? Should you have dared when you were growing up, right? I think, uh, judging by the responses, a lot of people had very similar situations at home to me. Um, some maybe a little bit more harsh, some less so, but the general idea was, oh, you're bored, are you? I got something you can do. Um, Catherine says, go outside if you're bored. Walk the dog, clean the basement. There was always something to do as a kid. Um... Sherry said they will, would. The parents said they would give you something to do. I mean, uh, yeah, that was the standard response, basically. Uh, you know, it's the same thing as like, oh, you're crying. I'll give you a reason to cry. Um, Brian says he doesn't recall ever saying that, just simply because he knows what would have happened if he did. Ian says, mom and dad said, get a job. Debbie, very similar. Uh, well, not quite get a job, but go somewhere and play. Uh, sometimes, if it was really annoying, that location would be in traffic, the suggested location. Um, and then we've got, this is hilarious to me, um, Shannon. She says, and I, I this is all because I read a study that says the kids on average are saying I'm bored about six times a day in the pandemic months. And here I am thinking that that is just a really low number. Shannon confirms it. She says, clearly my kids are overachievers. They've been met with suggestions of going outside to explore or a stack of art supplies. Very generous, Shannon. I'm sure there's a stack of chores that they could be getting into as well. What did your parents tell you when you were a kid saying those dreaded words to any parent? I'm bored. Or in some cases, parents might love to hear that because it means they've got less to do in the day. Thursday. Green Day. It's the day. You know, October 1st, September has ended. Um, has anybody woken them up yet? You're going to be inundated. You already have been. I mean, it's it's just like the holidays. We can't even wait for the actual day anymore. Now we got to be like, oh, it's the week that we're going to... Anybody, you know, at the end of the week, we got to wake them up? Anybody remember? We all remember. We we know. And, uh, and Green Day's kind of sick of it. I mean, you know, they take it with a grain of salt. It's tongue-in-cheek and everything. They say, you know, do you, but also get a life at the same time. What's really funny, though, is they were asked by Vulture, you know, how do you feel about it? And uh, two of the members of Green Day, Billy Joe Armstrong included, uh, basically said that they, they, if they have to, if they have to, if it really comes to it and they lose their minds with this stuff every year, that they'll just have to write a new follow-up song to it. Gonna write a new song, you know, <laughs> October beginning. <laughs> start a whole new thing. Yeah, it's good. It's gonna shut the up <laughs> when October comes. <laughs> well, you heard it there first, or maybe for the second or third time, depending on when you heard that clip. But I would absolutely buy that song. Put it out there. Some folks from all over the United States apparently thinking of making a change, at least at least considering the option. Uh, this is due to uh, the spike in searches on Google and other search engines for move to Canada. The phrase move to Canada exactly following the U.S. presidential debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden earlier this week. How hilarious is that? Like an actual spike that they can recognize in the statistics. Everybody's thinking, i got to get the heck out of here. Uh, you know what I think? 
that is needed here is 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 a song, a jingle, uh, and I couldn't write one on my own because I'm no good at that. But I am good at parodying songs that already exist. So, with thanks to Matt Stone and Trey Parker, creators of South Park, and their Academy Award nominated song from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, Blame Canada. How about something a little bit more like Move to Canada? Times have changed, politics are getting worse. Your options are two guys, they pulled right out of a hearse. Are you shamed by government or by society? Or are you shamed by reality on TV? Well, move to Canada, move to Canada. We're already biggie size with a normal amount of pride. Move to Canada, move to Canada. Learn to say you're sorry when it's nobody's fault. Don't tell me you don't understand. It might not be Disney, but we have our wonderland. Come to visit once. You'll want to visit for life. All the way from St. John's to Yellowknife. Move to Canada. Move to Canada. And you can sing this song once you learn to say gong. Move to Canada. Move to Canada. We're more of a country than the U.S. now anyway. Weird Al back in the news because he immediately, immediately lampooned the first U.S. presidential debate earlier this week. Uh, he released his bizarre audio creation titled We're All Doomed just yesterday. It uh, featured auto-tuned clips from the actual responses and starts in true Weird Al fashion like this. Gentlemen, welcome to the first presidential debate. Our first question in the key of G-sharp minor is... Yeah, okay. <laughs> it gets into the meat and potatoes from there. Very strange, Weird Al. Or should I say weird? I guess that's a better adjective. Uh, so we've got Keith Richards and his weird experimental uh, involvement with expensive winos. They have decided they're going to be releasing their Live at the Hollywood Palladium box set. 16 songs never before released in there as well. Uh, it was recorded December 15th, 1988. Very interesting. No word exactly on when that is going to be a fully available, but word is mid-November is the date. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Uh, Halloween horrors are on the mind. I love horror movies all year long, but you really get a chance to just, just jam-pack them into Halloween uh, month like I did last year. Uh, but this year, I think I've got an even better list. And it is affected by some of the selections that I put into last year, but, but basically the rundown is it's a month of movies. Every single day, there's at least one movie, usually one, in some cases, a couple of double-ups, but uh, just focusing on what's in the first week of October so I don't overload you with titles. You can go take a look at the full calendar that I made up on our social media, but um, the X. Exorcist is going to be today's movie starting off. And this is because a dear friend challenged me, said it wasn't even on the list last year. And that's a travesty. You need to have one of the uh, one of the the pinnacle moments of horror movie history in there. So let's start it off with it. The Exorcist day one. Hocus Pocus day two. Little palate cleanser for you, right? Completely different kind of movie, but a great Halloween favorite. Uh, 28 weeks later on Saturday, on the day that is 28 days later, uh, or earlier, I guess, than Halloween. Um, Happy Death Day will be the Sunday selection, and then it's on to week number two, and we can focus on that when we get there. But for now, I'm going to focus on watching The Exorcist, and it's kind of like uh, Blade Runner in that it's like, which version? Which version do you even watch? Which version can you even get yourself access to? Doesn't matter, and doesn't even matter if you can follow along. Watch whatever horror movies you want to, just as long as you're calling me and talking to me about it, because 
That's my jam. It's Triumph and Hold On. Happy Halloween horror movie festival season for you. On the line now, I just managed to get a phone call into, I'm sure, a person fielding a lot of phone calls and messages right now. Lynn Shepard, who, if you didn't know, won the really, really, really big 50-50 for the United Way of Fort McMurray with Buffalo. Lynn, how are you feeling? I think I'm still in a little disbelief, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't doubt that. I mean, you won a ton of cash. I really did. <laughs> it's just, it's almost surreal. I mean, I know I have the check and, you know, the really, really, really big check, but it's just <laughs> something that you never think is going to happen to you. You buy tickets thinking you're giving to a worthy cause and then you win. It's 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 pretty neat, I got to tell you. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Um, and okay, <laughs> so was it made a little bit more real for you when you actually got the physical check in hand or is it still just a, just just make believe? Oh, no, it, it got really real at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was just a wonderful, wonderful surprise. So I've got two burning questions, as I'm sure a lot of people have their own questions, too. Anybody who's like, I want to win some money. What is that like? So two questions. One, what is something uh, altruistic? What is something generous that you want to do with that money now that you're able? Well, we actually are um, going to help some of our family out. You know, these are tough times we're going through. So we've decided that we're going to share some with our family because that's just the right thing to do, and that's what we do for our families, right? That's fantastic. Okay, follow-up. What is something you want to do that's completely selfish and just for you with that money? I'd really, I'd like to take a trip, Steve. And no, we can't do that right now, but we're going to tuck a little nest egg away. And if we can ever get clear of this pandemic, we're going to take a nice, luxurious trip somewhere. That's fantastic. Well, it gives you more, yeah. time, more time to plan, that's all. Lots of time to plan, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, um, on behalf of us here at 100.5 Cruise FM, and of course, I'll, I'll speak on behalf of United Way of Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo, even though I know they've said it to you already, congratulations, <laughs> Lynn. Thank you so very much, Steve. I really appreciate that. Friday. Some news from Netflix that has been, well, I mean, well-received, but also with some trepidation. Uh, they have announced a new Conan the Barbarian series is going to be coming. Obviously, just got greenlit, so a long ways off. They haven't even hit the production cycle yet, so uh, don't don't anticipate it anytime soon to help you with your 2020 boredom. However, what I find interesting about this is that there has been a real change in announcements from Netflix. I mean, it used to be that, I mean, whether you were excited about the show or not, you just kind of were like, okay, cool, a new show. Now people, now people feel like they've been hurt in the past. They've been burned before, and they don't want to get burned again. So now when Netflix announces a new show, it's like, uh-huh. How many, how many seasons are you actually committing to this thing? Am I actually going to want to uh, start watching this, binging all at once, or week to week if that's how you release it? Do I get two seasons in and then not get any closure? Or do I wait until you just actually do cancel it so I can binge the entire thing over and over again like The Office? People don't trust that shows are actually going to last on there anymore. So, the new show, Conan the Barbarian, new series coming. I kind of picture it went a little something like this. Netflix, what is best in life? To hook people on shows, to cancel them all, and to hear the lamentation of the subscribers. It's a hard word to say as Arnold Schwarzenegger. But what do you think? Do you think this show is actually going to do uh, good things? More than two seasons worth of good things? I've got Tanya just waiting patiently on the line here to answer the question about what your vehicle is named. It is Name Your Car Day, and I'm curious, not just what the nickname is, but but why? Okay, when my kids were little, I had this whole car that I used to have to gas up constantly. <laughs> yeah. And every time we went to the gas station, they would sit in the back seat and sing the, the chorus from the song, Feed Jake. Remember that old song? I don't, not offhand. I'm, I mean, it's I'm sure it's in there. It's an old country song. Yeah, it's an old country song. It's called Pete Jake. It's about this old guy and his dog. 
they would sit and sing that song. And so I started calling the car Jake because I always had to see this. Yeah. So that was 30 years ago, and my vehicles are still called Jake. <laughs> yeah, so the name is just kind of like... Uh, it stuck through generations, so yeah. <laughs> Jake the vehicle, Jake the whatever the current iteration is. That's right, exactly. <laughs> and you should look for that song because it's the heartbreaker. Feed Jake. Yeah, okay, I, I did just quickly search it up uh, by Pirates of the Mississippi. This is the one. If I die before I wake, feed Jake. He's been a good dog. Oh, yeah. I remember that, and I remember every part of it being a tearjerker. Thank you so much for the call, Tanya. Continue the conversation. What is your vehicle named and why? Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Brand new music actually just dropped today. Uh, well, I mean, technically late yesterday, but from the Gorillas, They've been doing their song machine uh, experimental web series, which is more of a, it's a continuing story loosely, but more of like a new music video every week or so. And the latest has caught a lot of attention because it features Elton John as well as a rapper named Black. And this is a taste of what that sounds like. The song, The Pink Phantom. Strange, but then again, I can't imagine anything else from the gorillas. Uh, Nandy Bushel, that name should ring a bell. She is the very little girl, very talented little girl who has been battling it out with Dave Grohl very publicly and uh, making rock history as they do it. Well, recently, Dave Grohl wrote her her own theme song. She is fired back with a theme song for David Grohl called Rock and Grohl. Here's a taste of the chorus. Part and every instrument rocked by Nandy herself, just in a true Dave Grohl style. It is fantastic. Go check that out. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5 30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.